Hey there, faithful audio listeners. This is the first Oil & Gas Tech Podcast video episode. So if you would like to see it in living color, head on over to the OGGN YouTube channel. An industry under pressure. Innovation in its finest hour. This is the Oil & Gas Technology Podcast, where sharp minds reveal the brilliance and sheer determination turning great ideas into new realities. Hear about how it happens in real life with your host, Michael O'Sullivan. The views of the host are expressly his own and should not be construed as the views of Nutanix or any other corporation, consortium, governing body, or interplanetary federation. Everyone, it's Michael O'Sullivan welcoming you to the very first Oil & Gas Tech Podcast TV special. Okay, we're not really on TV but I don't know, we might be on your TV because we are on video and we are in this spectacular facility here that was recently built by our very good friends at Endress and Hauser. And I'm sitting here with arguably the most important person in the room today, uh, which is uh, Endress and Hauser's very own Mark Thomas, who knows infinitely more about this place than I do. So, so let's start with, tell us what is this place that we're sitting in and what do you guys do here? Thanks, Michael. Appreciate the introduction. And uh, this is a perfect fit for the tech podcast because this is a process training unit all featured around technology. So what we do here is we focus on instrumentation training and hands-on training, application training. And this entire campus uh, really embodies the technology uh, feel to our industry. You said something in there. Um it reminded me of an email that I saw when we were planning this whole thing. Now I know what PTU stands for. So all those emails that said P, it was PTU, right? So it's correct. What, it was, PTU Process Training Unit. Process Training Unit. So you know you can't see from where we're sitting. You can't see the whole, the full splendor and grandeur of this place. But I think we're going to insert some video into the uh, into the final version of this so people can see uh, the whole thing. This is not your only one though, right? You have these uh, around the country. Yeah, correct. So we have 13 uh, PTUs, process training units in the United States. Uh, here in Houston is our newest one. We've got our main headquarters up in Indianapolis uh, where we've got a large uh, process training unit, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Mobile, Alabama, Philadelphia, just to name a few. I, it wasn't supposed to be a test. If you just <laughs> see if you can name all 13. That's quite an investment. I mean, it shows that the company's making quite an investment in this, in this training thing. Maybe that's a good spot to, uh, to back up and say, uh, what, what, who is Endress and Hauser? What does Endress and Hauser do? Tell us a little bit about the business that requires this uh, amazing training. Yeah, so Endress and Hauser, uh, really at our core competence, is an instrumentation company. So we manufacture sensors, transmitters uh, from pressure, temperature, flow, level, uh, analytical measurements, and uh, deliver into various industries, including oil and gas, but food and beverage, uh, water, wastewater, chemical industries. And we're, we're, so we're a global organization headquartered uh, out of Rhinoch, Switzerland, and a family-owned company still. So wow. uh, roughly wow. 13,000 employees. And uh, so, so probably one of the largest uh, family-owned instrumentation companies in the world. That is uh, 13,000 people family-owned. So does everybody... Like, is everybody part of the family? Do you? Is everybody, do you I wish I was part of the family. Do you go to the family <laughs> picnics and stuff and get invited to the graduations and things like that? It has a family feel. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so being as large as we are, I don't know how it comes across through the culture, 
that's pretty amazing, but we do have a, a family feel to it. My family owns some family businesses, so I, I kind of know what right, that feels right, like. Sure. And it, it truly comes across uh, from management uh, all the way through the organization. So that business instruments and all of the, all the things that you described, I, I imagine we can find that stuff in a lot of different places out there, right, in the industry in terms of different facilities and disciplines. What, um, how, how does all that lead to we need to create a, uh, you know, like a state-of-the-art training facility? No, we need 13 of them. Um, what were people doing before you had these things? How, how were people, how did, they, how did they know what they were supposed to do with all this, uh, with all this stuff? There's lots of different ways and avenues to be trained. There are uh, YouTube videos, so sure. from the very basic introduction to, to how principal, how measurement technologies work, um, there's great YouTube videos, but, but the whole thought process behind building these types of facilities is, is the hands-on piece. Sure. So what you uh, oftentimes miss through, through college or uh, other training avenues is that, that hands-on, touching it, feeling the device. Uh, really understanding the nuts and bolts of what's happening within that uh, within that right, instrument. Right, so, right. what we tried to do here is instead of a new employee going out into the field and first time ever seeing a pressure transmitter is their first day on the job in a in a refinery and you know something breaks down, uh, they can come to a facility like this, have a where, basic where it's safe presumably where right? it's safe. You don't have to worry about blowing anybody. It's a up controlled environment. Like yes, absolutely controlled environment and we can we can really look at all those uh, problem issues that they may face in the field uh, in a nice comfortable air-conditioned right. environment and it's a real from what I understand this is a real simulation right I mean it's not a it's, it's not an electronic simulation like you have actual stuff like flowing through these yeah. things and <laughs> and I, so, so talk, talk about that a little bit how, how, how do you simulate these types of uh, environments it's a closed loop, so uh, we flow water through it mostly. We also have a uh, an air loop over here where we simulate gas gas measurements. Right. Uh, we also have uh, where we can put hydrocarbons into the process. Uh, one of the neat things that you that we like to show customers and clients uh, on flow meters is how when you're you're flowing a liquid, uh, sometimes you could have gas entrainment in that in that pipeline sure. and we can inject air in there and we can show how, how does liquid with a certain amount of gas, 10% gas, 20% gas, how does it actually affect the measurement of the device <clears throat> and what are some things that you can do to improve that? That's cool. I mean, you're, you're right. It's much more than a YouTube video or even some sort of a like digital, like VR simulation, right? You're actually putting your hands on the real stuff. What would be a common example? And wouldn't it be convenient if that common example happened to be right here so <laughs> in the camera shot? So, what, what, so, so talk us through a, like a concrete uh, example. It's a very natural conversation flow there, yeah, right, to the, our, right, to our, the, right to our separation example. Sep so. So, okay, so separation. So I've heard of that. I mean, I haven't worked in a refinery, but I've heard of separation. So what, what is that all about? This facility here in Houston was built uh, really with, with our customers in this area in mind. And thinking about applications that, that, that they come across regularly and might want to get hands-on experience with. <clears throat> if you look at upstream, whether it's in the Permian Basin or, or offshore Gulf of Mexico, right, into right. refineries, even into midstream storage tanks, the one big application within oil and gas is separation. 
So we're always trying to separate liquids. We're also trying to separate gas. Within the liquids, we're trying to separate oil and water. And what we've come up with here is, is a way to simulate uh, that separation uh, application and uh, showcase um, what the interface in that application may look like, showcase uh, when, when you're having a process upset and your emulsion is, is getting uh, too great, how it affects different types of level transmitters, how the separation process affects uh, flow meters. So we really took that into thought and consideration when building this facility. So, and there's also uh, this building, I noticed we were walking around earlier and it's not just this uh, equipment area, but you've got some training rooms, right? And some others, it's really a cool, the whole building is, is, is really neat. And you've got, so it looks like you have sort of like this well-rounded kind of uh, training uh, capability here. Yeah, so this, you know, this is, we, we consider this a campus uh, on, on our campus here. Uh, we have our sales and marketing teams that support this this region. Uh, we also have a, uh, a calibration rig, so customers, clients can bring flow meters in that need to be calibrated uh, on a quarterly, annual basis, um, up to 12 inch in size flow meters. We can calibrate right here in our, our laboratory. Uh, we also have an integration facility where uh, we work with a partner called Vector Controls, and they do a lot of analyzer integrations, right. things like that. They also help uh, do a lot of the trainings here as well. So it's uh, called Vector University. Cool, cool. So let's, let's um, so it's a fantastic place. Uh, it's fun just actually to walk around and look at everything. Let's shift gears a little bit, talk about um, strategically how uh, maybe your customers might work this. I, I'm thinking about digital transformation, which we've been using this word for a long time now, but it's still very much front and center and people are still grappling with digital transformation and, and, um, uh, and you don't have to look very far to find a McKinsey article or a Deloitte article that's talking about how well we're doing or not doing in, in terms of pursuing uh, digital. Obviously, these things produce a lot of data. How does, how does this, uh, this whole training plan and what you guys are doing with your customers, how does that, does that factor into their digital plans and does it help them move those initiatives forward? Well, so, you know, this facility can, you can answer that question a lot of different ways with this facility. So we have uh, one of the ways to solve the skills gap that we're coming across in our industry sure, is right. through digitalization and automation. Uh, so what this facility, what, what interest and Hauser provides to, to the market uh, are transmitters and sensors that provide that data uh, to, 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 to improve automation to improve safety, to improve processes. Um, and then when you talk about the, you know, the IIoT, industrial right. internet of things, and, right. and what our clients are trying to do um, with, with additional data from these devices. So these are, you know, most of the customers in our world use four to 20 heart out of instrumentation or, or Modbus communications. Uh, and they have probably 90% of the data that it can be provided from these devices are locked inside of them. So what we're able to show here is how to unlock more data and get more data, but actually useful so you can do something with it. So you can actually improve your process. So you can have a unmanned facility sometime down the road right. uh, where everything is just is running automated and uh, you're getting your data sent to the cloud and you're able to do um, you know, forecasting, predictive maintenance, things like that, just based off of 
the sensors and transmitters in the field. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, that's that's kind of where all the attention is right now, right? Is um, is how to harness all of that data that's being generated in the actual operations, um, and then and then use it to drive optimization, better decision making, all of those kinds of things. Um, the key is the 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 actually be able to get the data, get it in the right format, get it to the right places, um, and and have the right level of quality without a lot of junk, right? Right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So we can give our clients, you know, thousands of pieces of data a minute, but what is, what are you going to do with that? Right. You know, a lot right. of it's going to set uh, alarms off. It's going to send the control room folks, drive them crazy with, with, you know, overwhelming data. So what we really try to focus in on, uh, and you can do it through training classes here is, is what data is valuable to you? What data is valuable for this application in particular. So back to the separation ap application, right? we could only look at the data that you really need to see how that separator is performing or how that desalter is performing. So you don't need a hundred process variables to, to do that. You may just need five or six. And we work with our clients to make sure that those are the five or six that they, that they need to, to improve process. So that's, that's part of the training and part of the, the, the person who's, working on the uh, equipment can actually uh, control so, so they can, they can configure things to produce. Correct. Okay. So that, that's interesting because, because yeah. a lot of, in the past, a lot of times, you know, you just get the data that you get from a lot of these uh, devices that are out in the field. Right. And then, and then, and then we have to do all kinds of uh, you know, sometimes we have to do exception based calculations like at the edge so that you don't send a bunch of junk back to the cloud where it gets to be expensive and all of that. So what you're saying is you, you can kind of head off all those problems by just configuring it to give you what you need in the first place. Yeah, correct. And that's, that's what I think w this evolution of technology and, and digitalization where uh, a lot of, a lot of clients are figuring that out. Now this data has been in these devices for 10, 15 years Right, uh, but we're we're right. just getting to a point where okay, wow! I didn't realize you know I could get you know five or six variables from this one transmitter. I thought I could only just get pressure. Um, so what we're learning, what we're uh, experiencing, workshopping now is is trying to pinpoint those exact variables um, per the application. You know, we're sitting here at the right at the start of 2021. There's a lot of um, anticipation in the industry right now everybody's looking back at 2020 and going i hope it's better than that for for us um and and there's some signs out there that say like we're like like we're pressing forward we're moving in the right direction there's a bunch of companies uh, out there that are that are bringing really interesting innovative solutions to the forefront uh, what are you anderson hauser what are you guys most excited about as you kind of look at, at 2021 and say, this is where we're going to really focus on helping our customers and, and just be sort of part of that whole greater good of moving the industry forward. I don't even know what happened in 2020. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's probably best <laughs> if you don't remember. <laughs> so, you know, one thing we're hoping for in our industry is demand picking up for sure. Sure. We, you know, right. we need an oil and gas. We need uh, people getting back, living their lives, moving around, traveling. Uh, that'll help drive a lot of things. But as far as Indris and Hauser and our approach um, ending 2020 and our, our vision 2021 and into the future is very, very bullish. So we are investing heavily. Obviously, this is a $38 million facility here. Wow. We in, right. in 
in 2020 that we opened up and we are also hiring a significant number of people. Um, we had no layoffs throughout 2020. That's uh, fantastic. It's one yeah. you know, really great thing about working for a family owned company mm-hmm. and, and we are full steam ahead investing into, uh, into the U S and into more people to support our customers here locally. It's such a positive outlook from, from our angle. And we see signs of, of things coming back, bouncing back. We see, uh, we think this year, later this year, the midstream markets, you're going to need more, more storage space as we start to drive up production right, again, right, upstream. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we definitely see the gas market as an area where we want to grow and improve into uh, LNG and GLs, you know, all of that. So cool. Uh, we're excited about 2021. And I guess, so I guess in retrospect, I asked kind of an obvious question. I said, well, what are you excited about in 2021? And you just told me that you just spent 13 times $38 million <laughs> to build, to build these facilities, which is, um, but that, that sort of positive outlook and that, and that saying, I, I think it's, it's great to, uh, to see leaders in the industry like you guys uh, that say we're investing, we're hiring, we see good things ahead. So that's that's really fantastic. I appreciate you um, letting us come in here and set this up, and and uh, um, I'll, and also I appreciate the jacket. And so, Katie, if you're watching this, I, I I did wear the jacket like you wanted me to. It's a great jacket. This is this is this jacket is actually the giveaway for um because anderson hauser also uh sponsors an oggm podcast the hsc podcast and uh and and this is i think if you listen to that podcast and you you do the thing at the end right like yeah. you can you can win one of these jackets that says oggn on one side anderson hauser on the other side yeah, there you go <laughs> and uh and i can tell you that um if you're looking to stay warm in this jacket uh that it it, it works especially if you're under the lights this jacket will keep you warm very well um, I also want to. Uh, this is a this is a tech podcast episode, so I want to I want to say a few more things here at the end. But Mark, um, thanks for uh, thanks for the opportunity. Appreciate you uh, inviting us over to your clubhouse and showing off your toys and things. If people want to learn more about, like, let's say I'm sitting out there and I go, "Wow, that's fantastic! I got to get me some of that or get some from my team." What do they do? Yeah, I mean, this. so the, the tech podcast is a perfect fit for what we're showcasing here. So if you're interested in technology, um, you can come out here. We have we start off with basic training, so basic instrumentation trainings. And we'll, we'll put a link on this podcast at the bottom of right, how, we'll you put can, that in the show notes. how you can figure out when classes are. Uh, we have classes every week. Um, so even those senior guys who want to do something more advanced, we go from basic to mid all the way to very uh, advanced trainings. Uh, here at this facility. Fantastic. So you can actually just get, you can sign up, you can get in, I mean, you know, it helps if you're in Houston, but if you're in one of the other cities, then, uh, you know, you can do that as well, right? Correct. Yeah. You can, yeah. we've got 13 of these, like we mentioned, and I'll, I'm not going to name them all off. No, that's okay. <laughs> and, uh, and I can say it's a great, it's a great building. Uh, I did notice that your snack center does have the smokehouse almonds in there that I, that are my favorite. So if you're, if you're light, a few of those after I leave, that's why we'll tab you. That's perfect. So that's going to wrap it up for today. Just a couple of more things. Uh, of course, always, I want to thank uh, the Only Gas Tech podcast is sponsored by Cognite. So if you're not familiar with them, check them out. Also, I want to uh, uh, mention that you can 
You can connect with OGGN on LinkedIn and all the usual social things. And you can find out about all the other podcasts like the one, uh, like the HSE podcast. And I think we're up to 11 or 12 or 13 something. You have 13 facilities. I think we have 13 podcasts. Check all those out. Also, I have to mention the uh, the OGGN street team, which is uh, led by the valiant and noble Warren Spiewak. And apparently now uh, yours truly also is doing something for the street team. So, so I'm looking forward to getting involved with that. As I always say, it's a great way to get involved with OGGN and just do something positive in the industry. And that will wrap it for today. One last thought, which is, uh, you know, I look around here and I see like, this is the, this is the progression of literally a century of innovation. And uh, sometimes, you know, we in the oil and gas industry get teased a little bit like like we're not up with the latest cool tech. But when you look at a hundred years that has produced the kinds of innovations that we see here, it reminds me of that thing that I always like to say, which is that we were tech before tech was cool. Hey, everybody, it's Savannah from OGGN. And here are the events on deck for March 2021. This month, we only have three events. But if you'd like the full list, you can click the link in the show notes to sign up for our events newsletter. We send it out every month, and it includes more info about the events I talk about here. We even include events that occur two months ahead of time, so if you're interested in always staying in the loop about oil and gas events, make sure to check that out. First up, we have our two in-person events, our OGGN Here and Now live event on March 4th at Churrasco's in the Memorial area of Houston, Texas, and the Texas Wildcatters Open at Black Horse Golf Club in Cypress, Texas. Next up, we have our three online events, Sarah Week from March 1st to 5th, Transformathon from March 1st to 7th, and the TAMU SBE Career Enhancement event on March 26th. Other than these events, OGGN may be hosting some more live streams this month, so make sure to check out our Facebook, LinkedIn, or our website for more information about any of the live streams we have coming up. If you have any questions about the events or any of our shows, make sure to reach out to me through my email in the show notes. That's all for March. I hope you guys have a great month and thanks for tuning in. Check us out next week for another entertaining and yet useful episode of Oil & Gas Tech Podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.